This is the Iowa State Athletics SciCast. Hi everybody, I'm John Walters. Today's SciCast is with former Iowa State point guard J.C. Holloway, one of the great winners in Cyclone history. Played for two legendary coaches, Johnny Orr and Tim Floyd, and now J.C. is actually a coach himself back home in Kansas. We hope you'll enjoy our visit with J.C. Holloway. J.C., tell me a little bit, first of all, about you know how you got to Iowa State, because I think what a lot of fans might not remember is you had a, a tremendous high school career in McPherson, Kansas, four-time state champs, a 99-4 record, but you weren't a heavily recruited guy. How did Johnny Orr and his staff kind of discover you, and how did you end up at Iowa State? I went to Mound Ridge High School just outside of McPherson, a small school, graduated with 26 people in my senior class. Our state tournament for all four years was at Bramwich Coliseum on the campus of Kansas State University. And I think it was my junior year is when Jack Hartman was there to watch games, and he came and watched me play. And then he would go up to the Big 8 tournament in Kansas City and started talking about me to certain people, friends. Uh, Johnny Orr was somebody that he knew well, so they spent some time talking. So I kind of got on the map there. And then from there, it was just, uh, you know, I was recruited heavily junior college and Division two schools in Kansas. And uh, Hutchinson Community College was really, really recruiting me. I think uh, Coach Wesley was there recruiting John Anches, who ended up going to the University of Oklahoma. When he was there, he he, he saw my name kind of on their desk, on their, on their top, top ten list or something. So then they started to look into me a little bit more. But I didn't really get... Recruited by big colleges until um, after I was done playing my senior year, after the state tournament and everything. I had some interest, but nobody really started even looking into uh, into offering me anything until after I was done. I visited Oklahoma State on a um, kind of unofficial visit. Um, I got offered by North Texas. Yeah, I mean it's uh, kind of a crazy story. I mean that's the the short part of it. But then all you know, all of a sudden Iowa State came in and. I uh, showed some interest, and I took a visit, and everything uh, worked out pretty good from there on. Well, I'd say it did, and uh, you got to play for two great coaches that are in the Iowa State Athletics Hall of Fame and Johnny Orr and Tim Floyd. Just tell me a little bit about the, the differences between playing for those two gentlemen, that, you know, both successful but certainly different guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wish I would have had a chance to get to know Johnny a little bit better than what I what I did, but having the chance to play for him and and learn about the game uh, from him uh, my freshman year was great. You know, I, I grew up wanting to play at a uh, fast pace, but we didn't necessarily play that fast pace in high school. We scored a lot of points, um, but it wasn't necessarily that we just we, – we didn't play at the pace that we did uh, my freshman year under Johnny Orr. We played good enough defense to, to get out and, and get layups. But, uh, you know, playing for Johnny, playing up-tempo – putting the emphasis more on offense, obviously. And then, and then just the the difference uh, of how he managed games, I guess, a little bit too, was was something, I guess, that was different than Coach Floyd. You know, Coach Floyd came in, and I was able to adapt, I think, just because of, like I said, uh, my high school coach. I mean, he was kind of tough, hard-nosed, defensive guy. And, and so I did have that background. And, and switching over to uh, – to Tim Floyd type of, of game really really didn't affect me as much as uh, some of the other guys. I've heard the story, and I'd love for you to share it, about 
introducing yourself to Coach Floyd at Wallabies as he's having lunch with Gene Smith? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, well, it was a little weird because, I, I mean, I wasn't, and I'm still not that outgoing of a person. So, I mean, I was nervous to even introduce myself as it was, even though I was going to play for him. Well, hopefully play for him. At that time, I didn't know. Yeah, so going up to introduce myself was, was kind of the kind of a funny situation that, that he really didn't uh, fully understand and and you know part of that was probably how I handled the the conversation but uh no definitely it was kind of weird that he wasn't really sure that that you were on the team as I recall <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was not the mold that he was accustomed to in guards I know that well and that goes back to I mean I think you were Maybe always underappreciated or underestimated, maybe is a better word, but even by your own coaches. And, and Coach Floyd kept trying to recruit over you. And yet, I remember talking to him one time, and he said, you know, we have these pickup games in the summer, and we chart whose teams are winning, and JC's team is always winning. And so uh, just tell me a little bit about, you know, kind of the winning mentality that you brought to that point guard position, which is so important, and why you were able to hold off guys that – may have looked more athletic or had better, bigger reputations coming out of high school or whatever uh, than you did. But you always seem to find your way to the winner's circle. You know, actually, I've used that talk just recently with some of my kids uh, that I coach. It's just finding finding a, a way to help your team win. And it doesn't necessarily have to be the same thing each game. It, it can change from scoring to passing to playing defense. And, and I, you know, I grew up. You know, my parents would definitely say that there was a uh, crazy amount of competitiveness. I mean, it was almost, you know, at times unmanageable <laughs> competitiveness. But, I mean, you know, there was just situations that that's all I cared about. And, you know, I think that helped me, though, um, in that situation because I wasn't going to – I wasn't going to let tired. I wasn't going to let, let size, you know, that I was get in the way of, of uh, winning. So that was natural for me to – to go out and win every game in the pickup games, and some guys didn't treat pickup games um, or even practice like I did. I treated it as the most important thing I could be doing, and that gave me that advantage. And I think, you know, I have to give some credit and quite a bit of credit to my high school coach because there were things uh, about the game of basketball that that I knew going in, and so. I didn't have to learn as much. There were some things that, that I learned in college, but, but I had quite a good uh, background uh, going in to, to, of skills and defensive uh, concepts. And, I mean, simple things as help side were sometimes difficult for some of the guys, and, and it was it was all secondhand to me. And I think that helps you. There, there's definitely a mental part of the game when you get to that level. You know, you mentioned there's a lot of different ways to help your team win, and you were a guy that was maybe more of a pass-first point guard, who led the big eight in assists, but when big shots needed to be hit, you stepped up time and time again and made those big shots, and one that comes back to mind was the, the 1996 Big Eight Championship game against Kansas. Just talk a little bit about that run to that, that final Big Eight Tournament Championship and that shot that you hit on the kickoff from Kenny Pratt. You know, it definitely when you get older, it's even more special. But, I, I mean, I grew up a huge Big 8 fan. I honestly wasn't a KU or K-State even. That's where I'm from. But uh was kind of an OU fan growing up. But I was huge uh, Big 8. So to get to play in the Big 8 and then win a Big 8 tournament, you know, special doesn't even describe how crazy and amazing that is. And, and then to 
Yeah, to hit the shot that uh, the only shot of the game for me, I think, and uh, and have that confidence from from the teammates. That's what can help carry you in, in those situations too. Is is we trusted each other so much and uh, played for each other so much that it, it made things like that happen that that you think wouldn't necessarily happen. But uh, you know, it's something we drew up in in the timeout, and and it was. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you, it wasn't the first resort, but it was it was something that we had talked about, and it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't something that just happened. I mean, it was something that was uh, somewhat thought could happen, that they would double and, and Kenny would have to kick it out. But, uh, you know, that's Coach Floyd. He was he was usually prepared with uh, counters to, to most anything that we did run. So it helped me be, be ready for it. You know, you played on really some of the greatest teams at Iowa State and, and very different teams because when you came in with Johnny, you played with Fred and Yulo, and then, you know, later in your career you were playing with – players like Kelvin Cato and Dedrick Willoughby, great players. That has to be one of your great memories, too, just all the different great players that you got to play with. Oh, yeah. It's de- yeah. I mean, uh, from even the guys that, that didn't necessarily have great Iowa State careers, uh, I mean, you're, you're Fred and and Lauren and, and Ulo, I mean, which were great. But uh, James Hamilton went on to, to play overseas for years and, and have a great career. And, and he was, you know, he was a guy that, that came off the bench and just, just uh, was back at minutes. Turtle beats him same way. Played overseas. Had great Big Eight tournament games and uh, career. And, and I try to try to stay in contact with as much as as many as I can. But uh, you know, the, the Kelvin Cato and Dedrick Willoughby. You know, Dedrick probably if things would have went better for him and and he wouldn't have got injured at the end of our senior year there. I think he he would have had uh, some time in in the NBA. He was a very very special three point shooter. Definitely was something that. I can look back on and, and say not only did I play with great players, but I got a chance to play against some really, really good NBA players as well. Well, you yourself ended up in coaching and are now the head coach at Garden City High School. How much do you enjoy still being part of the game of basketball and, and giving back to kids, as you mentioned earlier? When I first went to college, there are names, I, I didn't actually plan on being a coach. I was going into business, and that's kind of more of what my interest was. When I started, uh, you know, getting my junior or senior year, I started thinking that, you know, maybe I want to stay in this. And uh, then whenever I figured out that I was done playing, I, I definitely decided that it was something that I wasn't done doing. I still have and do have the that competitive drive. I just like being around sports. I mean, I, I do coach basketball. I, I coach track. I like being around these kids and, and trying to trying to get them to see the level of improvement that they can get to. You know, like like I did. It's something that that I'm glad I that I changed directions um, because I do uh, enjoy being around the game and I enjoy being around, like you said, these kids giving back and and trying to you know give them something that that I had from from my high school and middle school coaches to two great coaches, like you said, playing for. Well, I know Eric and I always enjoy seeing you on the road, and you you really stay connected to Iowa State, which is kind of fun. Just talk a little bit about why that's important to you. Actually, even when I was there, that that there was some former players that weren't as connected as as I had wished. And I know it's still hard for for us there. I I think we just kinda of go our separate ways and it's not as easy to get back there. You know, especially like for me it's it's hard to necessarily get all the way up there. 
with everything that we got going on and, and I'm coaching so it's playing the games at the same time and during the same season so it's tough but it is special I mean it's not only just where I went to school but it's a place that kind of took me in and, and made me you know one of those I'm probably thought of as an Iowan even though I'm from Kansas just because how I felt as far as has been bringing me into kind of the, the whole you know Iowa State family for that I completely appreciate and, and definitely want to to stay you know involved as much as I can and very very proud to be a, a cyclone and and I think they've done a great job uh, recently at least in the last ten years or so of uh, of trying to make those connections back to the players and trying to get them back up there and it, it, it's something that I will definitely continue to do and plus my kids just love Iowa State I didn't even have to brainwash them they <laughs> they they saw how great it was going up there one time and how fun and down to earth people. I mean, I'm from a small town, so, you know, Ames has that kind of small town atmosphere that, that I was, I was glad I was able to continue being around. Well, I know I'm like a lot of Iowa State fans, JC, and that I really have a lot of fond memories of your career. You, you did so many great things at Iowa State and it's great that you're continuing to help young people in coaching and I just really, uh, really appreciate you taking some time today. It was fun catching up with you. It's fun to. Keep being uh, remembered. It's different when you get get out of it a little bit and and get away. But uh, I, I I'm glad that there's some still some people around there that that uh, were there when I was there, and that that helps keep that connection. All right, JC, have a great day. Thanks for taking some time. All right, thanks for talking with me.